If you can, open up your Bibles to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. I'm going to begin to read in verse 1. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages. As the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise everyone came running and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. They were completely amazed. How can this be, they exclaimed. These people are all from Galilee, and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. Here we are, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, people from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and province of the province of Asia, Phongia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the areas of Libya around Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, and, all, and we all hear these people speaking our own language about the wonderful things God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They each, they asked each other. But others in the crowd ridiculed them, saying, they're just drunk. That's all. Then Peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk, as some of you have assumed. Nine o'clock nine in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see is predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. Verse 41 says, those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day about 3,000 in all. I want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit power to, to evangelize. Holy Spirit power to evangelize. We hear a lot of people, a lot of times we, we encourage you to tell people that Jesus is alive. To preach the gospel that the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is three things, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's not righteousness, peace, and joy outside the Holy Ghost. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. If you don't want the Holy Ghost, you don't want the kingdom. In the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You cannot buy righteousness because righteousness is your hands are completely clean before the eyes of God. All your sins have been washed away. Everything that was missing so that you could be in the very presence of God. Everything that was missing was, was added to your life. Everything that, that kept you away from God's glory, that there's no more barrier. There's no more separation. 
Jesus paid the price for you so that you could be righteous. He shed his blood so that your, your sins could be washed clean. And so that now God is not God, he's Father. You're not, you don't have a, 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 a separation from God. Now you have relationship where he is your heavenly Father. Now you can say, Our Father. And you can ask him for the things in his name. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. You've been made righteous. Everybody say, I'm righteous. Through Jesus Christ. And then there's peace. The second thing is peace. People are like, man, I don't, I, I don't have any peace. I got, I'm going through this struggle, and I go from one struggle to the next struggle. I go through one situation to the next, next situation. Listen, you're going to go through stuff, and you're going to go through situations. But even though you're going through situations, it shouldn't destroy your peace. You could be in the midst of war, but you know God is with you. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Peace is a gift from the Lord. It's not because everything's okay. You might go through a moment. There are, there are many people that everything is okay, but yet they still don't have peace. Yet they still want to kill themselves. Yet they still are suffering from anxiety and depression. Why? Because they don't have the peace that comes from the Lord. And then the Bible says that the third thing that the kingdom is is, is joy. Everybody say joy. joy. You have this joy in the Holy Ghost. You got this overwhelming just it's 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 beyond just being happy. It's you have it's beyond being content. You have this excitement and this this overwhelming overwhelming just joy. It's I'm just happy. This is good i mean this is awesome god is good it's so you're you're so much like that that people look at you and they, they think you're crazy i'm sure there's someone sitting next to you that thinks you're crazy right now because they don't realize the joy that you have you got this joy in spite of all the stuff. You just got joy. And no one could steal it, and no one could take it away. It's not because you have things in the natural. It's because what's in your heart is joy. I'm just happy because I'm loved. Amen? And it comes from the Holy Ghost. And so we are supposed to be telling people about Jesus and evangelizing but we, we are not supposed to evangelize with words. Preach the gospel, and if you must, use words. The gospel is supposed to be preached with power. The gospel is supposed to be preached with signs and wonders and miracles. It's not supposed to be preached by just us talking all the time, talking all the time. The world loves to talk. We got a problem. Let's talk. Now we got another problem. Let's talk again. Let's go another problem. Let's talk again. And then when you think that you're talking right, you, you realize that men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And you talk two different languages. And they say, well, you're just talking the wrong language. Hello? But when it comes to the gospel, we're supposed to go under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And as we are under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, whatever is broken, 
the Spirit of God will rise up and heal, set the captives free, bring deliverance and peace, heal the brokenhearted. Now let me tell you what happened to your life and who's the one that did all this. Jesus, my Lord and my Savior. When you preach with power, it's a miracle settles the issue. A miracle, you have to understand, that in this world, more than ever, we have people that have hard, their, their hearts are, 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 are seared. They, they have hard, hard hearts where they don't want to hear about Jesus. They don't think they need Jesus. They don't believe in Jesus. And so what do they need? They need a sign and a wonder to hit them across the head so they'll believe. When someone can't walk and, and then they, they, the power of God in, my, in the name of Jesus rise up and walk, that person will rise up and walk and then everybody will say, what happened there? What happened there? What happened there? That, that's what Peter and, and, and John realize as soon as they got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they begin to say, hey, the power that was on Jesus is now upon me. So the things that he did, I can do now. So now I don't have to stay in a room hiding away because everybody else is trying to, to hurt people who believe in Jesus. I can step out in the power and stand just like Jesus stand. And so they got out and they began to preach that Jesus is alive and that they were the one that crucified him. The Bible says that their hearts were, 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 were so hurt that they said, what must we do to be saved? One message turned the people that just a few days earlier from killing Jesus turned them into believers. Where the Bible says 3,000 people gave their life to Jesus. One message. You know, I learned a long time ago that it's not really about all the words that you speak. A lot of times, I just preach the same thing. You know, Peter and John, the next day, they were like, man, that, yesterday we had revival. It was awesome. Got the Holy Ghost. Saw 3,000 people saved and baptized. Hallelujah. Let's go to church. That's what they did. They woke up. They went to church. And on the way there, they saw a, 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 a guy begging who had been there every day begging. And they looked at him. And he said, look at us. Silver and gold I, don't, I do not have. But what I do have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. And the Bible says that his legs begin to get strength. And he began to, to stand up. And he began to walk and leap and praise God. All the people saw it. Ain't that the guy who begged? Ain't that the guy who, who, who was always there, who's been lame since birth? Ain't that the guy that's always begging for money? But look at him. He's in his right. What happened? What happened? What happened? Jesus is what happened. Jesus would happen. I love it. Peter, when, when people started gathering around Peter and John, Peter just preached the same message he preached the day before. He figured nobody heard me on TV so they could, they could hear it again. Amen. And people believed. And people believed because of the Holy Ghost. Because of the Holy Ghost. Listen, every one of us are called to be ministers of the gospel. And you think that you can't preach. Of course you can't preach. Because preaching is not something done by your efforts. Preaching is done by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
You need the Holy Spirit to be an effective witness. Jesus said, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witness Every time you witness and speak about Jesus, you are speaking to Jesus who he is to you. You're not a witness to people. You are a witness to Jesus, and that word to Jesus is the one that's touching their life. That's why I could look at somebody, it doesn't matter where they came from, I could witness to them because I'm not witnessing to that person. I'm witnessing to Jesus who he is, and they just, they just hear my conversation. Amen? Hallelujah. But you do it under the power of the Holy Ghost. I tried. I tried. My dad convinced me. He said, listen, you know, you could, you could preach. I said, no, I can't. He said, yeah, you could preach. He said, a Wednesday night service, there will only be about maybe 300 people. A month from now, Preach. No, Dad, no, Dad. Yes, preach. You could do it. You could do it, Kevin. He kept on asking. How many of you have a, a mom that keeps on asking? Go to church, go to church, go to church, go to church. Not you guys, right? <laughs> That's me too. That's me too. And so he said, you could do it. You could do it. And finally, I believed him. I got a month. I could prepare this preaching thing, tell a couple of jokes, read a couple of scriptures, make people feel good. Been watching services all my life. I'm a TV producer. That's what I do. I produce TV ser preaching services all the time. I've recorded them all. I produced them all. I could do it. So I agreed, 30 days, I, I prepared. I had studied, read Bibles, I read books. I, I came up here with 10 pages of notes. I must have been 28 years old. 28 years old. It was probably 2000, maybe 99, 1999, around there. And I went up there. They, they introduced me. And I preached my message. And I preached my message. I was supposed to preach for 45 minutes. And I finished everything in five. <laughs> I looked at everybody. You know, Irma and Ruben were there. You guys were there. They always remind me. They come because they're st it's still a sign and wonder that I'm preaching, you know. <laughs> and, and I preached everything at five. And then everybody looked at me like, Poblecito. <laughs> He's not his dad. I got off the pulpit quick. But after I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, Everything changed. I went from 10 papers to, here's my notes tonight. And this is two messages. And I really didn't need this, but I just brought it anyway. 
Because what you cannot do, he will give you power to do. After my father passed away, the Lord began to grab a hold of my heart. He began to speak to me that he wanted to use me. I ended up going to Florida and serving in under, under a ministry. I was their TV producer. But I was there for the Holy Ghost. They said, you could go to Bible school. I'm like, praise God, Bible school, but I don't need Bible school. I need Holy Ghost. They gave me an application to the Bible school, and on the application they asked, are you baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? And I knew I couldn't pray in tongues. And so I wanted to say yes so bad, but I figured you don't start off Bible school by lying on the application. I figured that's not the right way to do it. But I wanted to so bad just to, yes. But I couldn't. And they would ask me for the application day after day, and I'm like, I'll get it to you, I'll get it to you, I'll get it to you. In a hotel off the highway in Brandon, Florida, the very far back room, I did what every strong young man would do in the situation that I was in. I couldn't pray in tongues, didn't know what to do. So I called my mama. I said, Mom, I, they're asking me if, if I'm filled with the, with, the, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking tongues. And, and Mom, I can't pray in tongues. I can't pray in tongues. I, I, I've, I've never prayed in tongues. And my mother said, said, Kevin, 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 you've been touched by God. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. You can pray in tongues. So I hang up the phone and I talk to God. I said, God, my mother says I'm baptized with the Holy Ghost. I know you might not believe me, but you'll believe her. She's holy. She's my mama. And then, you know, my dad is a good faith teacher. Faith without works is... And so I knew I needed to do something to, to believe by faith. You know, if I was ever in a wheelchair, you would find me on the floor every day. And you say, what, what happened? Did you fall down? Nope, I just took a walk. And I'll do it until my legs start walking again, working again. Amen. And so I knew I needed to take a step of faith. I knew I needed to do something. So I said, God... My mom says I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit, that I can pray in tongues. So God, I'm going to pray in tongues. I made sure he knew. <laughs> and I'm there in the hotel room. I didn't feel anything. There wasn't, you know, a, an organ in the corner playing and <laughs> angels invading the room. It was just me standing on my bed like a crazy man in a hotel room. And I just began to make up words. Bo, bo, da, da, dee, dee, la, la, do, do, da, da. I knew I was making up words. But I was just trying to sound, at least sound like someone make, speaking tongues. I heard, I heard they, would teach you, they would teach people to say, untie your bow tie. Your bow tie. Who stole your humbug? I'd make up those words. Who stole your humbug? Untie your bow tie. 
Baw, baw, dee, dee, dog, dog. And I just kept on. I said, I'm going to just keep on talking like this all night long. I'm not going to stop. I'm, I need to pray in tongues. I need to pray in tongues. So I kept on. Da, ba, do, do, dee, dee, da, da, do, do, da, da. But in the midst of me doing all that, the Spirit of God caught a hold of me. And as I'm speaking, ba, ba, da, da, shadabak. And I started thinking, wait, wait, that was different. That didn't come from here. That came from here. And I started thinking, is this tongues? And I started praying more. Shada, shada baka, shada baka de kedebasa, sada basa tadabasa, sada rakadabasa, radabakata. And I started. This is this has to be it. This has to be the baptism. This has to be speaking in tongues. And I, I started thinking, can I go fast? Sada basa kede kede boka tede kede baka de baka de boka de beke de beke de boda boko. Wow, my mouth was like, just like, give me some peace. It was like a machine gun. My tongue was, but I was so happy. It's my, my inner man was just like, yeah. I was like, this is it. I got it. Can I go so? Can, can I do this so? Can I go so? Can I go past Can I sing it? I was like, yes, this is it. I got it. I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I got the evidence of speaking tongues. Then, then I became bold. I always wanted to be a rapper. But I have no rhymes. And I stutter. But I started. Shada bakanda bakanda baka. Randa kata da kata da basa. Randa kata basa da bakata da bakanda bara. I started rapping in tongues. I was like, "This is it. This is the most amazing thing." Next week, I'm releasing my album. <laughs> but but this is the thing. I knew that once I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I got the Holy Spirit power. Next day, I went looking for the devil. Before that, I used to run away from the devil. After the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the devil began to run away from me. When I would be working in the TV department and I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit, one night I got a knock on the door. They said, Kevin, there's a guy outside. He says he has a devil. He wants you to cast it out. I looked at it and made sure it was locked. I said, please tell him to come back Sunday when Pastor Carlos is here. I am Kevin, not Carlos. But after I got filled with the Holy Spirit, Instead of me running away from devils, devils started running away from me. I remember one time a friend of mine, he was starting a, a Bible club in a, in a school, and he said, Kevin, would you go with me to, to, as, as we begin? I said, sure. I get there, and the, the teacher that's supposed to be the organizer of the Bible school, of the Bible club, she, he, he went to introduce her to me, and as I, sh- I reached out my hand, and she took a step back. And I said, hi. And, and, uh, and she, I just, this girl was weird. It's like she didn't want nothing to do with me. She didn't want to say hi to me. She looked at my friend, can I talk to you? And she pulled him aside, and they talked. 
we're, we're standing there, and they're doing the Pledge of Allegiance, and she is, she's standing like 10 yards behind me in the middle of the school. I'm pledging allegiance to the U.S. flag, and I hear a thunk. Now, this girl, she was a BMW, okay? She was a teacher, but she was, a, she was Mexican and big and a woman. Some of y'all got it. And so, <laughs> Carlos, you better get married or we're finding you one. <laughs> just saying, just saying. <laughs> and, and so, she's out cold. That devil started manifesting on her. I looked at my friend. I said, bro, we could take care of this, but we're in the middle of the school. And we're starting a, you're starting a Bible school, Bible club, and you know, I, I don't want to mess it up for you guys. I said, let's just go, and we'll come back later, and we'll talk to the principal. And so we, we're in the parking lot, and I hear someone scream, get her! And there she is. I mean, she is in fourth gear running down the, running down the, the, the parking lot. And I looked at her, and she sees me, and she hits the ground. Boom. I, I didn't say anything. I mean, I didn't do I, We leave. We come back later. I looked at my friend. I said, brother, you see what the Lord did? This girl was going to be the one that was going to be organizing this event, influencing all these kids. The Lord just delivered you guys from demonic influences in the Bible school, in the Bible club. Amen. I've seen every kind of devil. Every kind. I can tell you some weird devils, some weird ones. I'm telling you. But it's the anointing of the Holy Spirit sets the captives free. That when I preach the gospel, I don't preach about devils. I preach about Jesus. But it's just like, you know, when you turn on the lights and there's cockroaches on the floor, they begin to scatter. That's what happens. Every one of you, the anointing of the Holy Spirit wants to come upon you. The Spirit of God wants to baptize you with power to be an effective witness so if there's someone sick, they could be healed. If there's someone that needs a word, the word of the Lord can flow through your lips. If there's someone that, that needs a healing, uh, needs a miracle, you have the miracle working power of God upon your life. You need the Holy Spirit. Tell your neighbor, you need the Holy Spirit. It's not supposed to be Kevin Ortiz and then everybody else. No, all of us should be filled with the Holy Ghost. If you are, if you are just someone that, 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 if you're a businessman, you should be a Holy Spirit businessman. If you're a, a student, you should be a Holy Spirit student. If you are working in plumbing, you should be the Holy Spirit plumber. Everything you do, even if, even if, you're, if you are just building your family, you should be building your family under the, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Every one of you should have a relationship with the Holy Ghost so that you could pray anytime knowing that you are speaking directly from your spirit man to the ears of, of, of God. When you pray in tongues. Listen, I can only think of so many words. You get me to pray. I could probably pray five minutes. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Give you glory for this. Give you glory for that. I could do that for a few minutes. But, but then after that, I ran out of words. 
I just learn, you know, Lord, thank you for this time. What are you doing, Pastor? I'm edifying my spirit, man. I'm speaking in heavenly language. I'm, I'm praying prayers that I could not think of. I'm surrendering the authority of my words to the Holy Ghost. He might be, I might be praying for someone in China or someone in India or someone uh, another part of the wor world that God needed someone to intercede on their behalf. So I surrender my voice unto the Lord as a, uh, as a prayer warrior. I might be praying for you. I might be praying for your family. I might be praying for your future. I might be praying for myself. I don't know, but I surrender to the Holy Ghost. And the more I do it, the more empowered I get. I get, man, I get so, I might stop. I'm telling you, I roll out of bed. Okay, it's time to pray. By, by the end of my prayer, and next thing you know, I got this joy that just rises up on the inside of me. I start singing a new song. I find myself, I can't even stay still. I start dancing around. Hallelujah. What happened? I'm just having a great time with God. And then because I spent time with the Lord and I spent time in the Holy Ghost, I spent time in the power of God. Because I was there, when I walk out and I see someone that's hurting, I got all this overflow that comes upon them. They were dry, but I got enough water for both of us. I got enough power for both of us. I got an anointing upon me. I could walk in the hospital and someone's sick. And I just grab their hand in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Cast that spirit of death off of them. Meet somebody and the words that I speak were exactly the words that they needed to hear. I told them things that they didn't even know, that, that no one knew about, just them and God, but God had a message for them, all because of the Holy Spirit. See, what the Holy Spirit does is he brings healing, but he flows through us. We flow in the Holy Ghost. We flow in the anointing of God. It's not our good intentions that God is really desiring from us he wants our obedience he wants us he just wants us to spend time with him that when we rise up he could put things upon us for others we become carriers of the glory he flows upon our life the holy spirit flows next thing you know you just shaking someone's hand and and the glory of god comes upon them because you're flowing in a realm of the of the of the supernatural and healing can now touch their life healing could change their life healing could bless their life but but God could not reach them unless they had a woman or a man that was just getting lost with him. Amen. Hallelujah. And it becomes so easy to bring people to Christ when they've touched and taste and seen that he's good. The funny thing is that, that most believers, they think, oh, I, I need to be an evangelist, so I'm going to tell everybody what they're doing wrong. 
Stop doing this. Stop doing that. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. Listen, God didn't call you to be a mama. He wants you to be a deliverer, a healer. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, God wants to baptize some people in the Holy Ghost. Tonight, you're going to pray in new tongues. Amen. Well, Pastor, I don't know if I could pray in tongues. It's not about what you could do. It's about what he could do through you. Amen. Don't you want to see a miracle? Don't you want the, the Lord to take you to another level in Jesus' name? If you could just have simplicity of faith and receive just the way I receive, you'll see you'll be baptized with the Holy Ghost. And you'll walk out of this place with a smile that nobody could wipe out. I've done this. Listen, I've been serving God for a long time. I've led thousands of people into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You're next. Amen? You're next. Well, pastor, people have prayed over me. I didn't speak in tongues. Well, that wasn't me. You're going to pray. You're going to pray in Jesus. You're next. I, I have radical techniques for people to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. This girl right here. She couldn't pray in the, in the Holy Ghost. We pray over her. We pray over her. We pray over She tried to be quiet about it. It's, it's simple as this. Are you, can, are you baptized in the Holy Ghost? Yes, by faith I can. Are, are you, can you speak in tongues? By faith I can, but I haven't been able to do that. No, you're going to pray in tongues. I, I told her, I said, look. I'm going to pray for you, walk to the other side of the, the yard, touch the fence, and come back. And you're going to be praying in tongues. So she went on a walk, and she took, I think, like the first steps into the grass. She was praying in tongues already. God was trying to redeem her, for, to save her from walking the rest of the way. <laughs> she still went. There was this man, this young man, a, a teenager. He, he came down with a youth group from, from New York City. And uh, he was he was a tall guy, and and he was known. I, I call I don't even know his name. I just call him Oh Yes, because he would get so excited he'd go Oh Yes, Oh Yes, Oh Yes. <laughs> and his whole all the youth that were 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 baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking tongue, but they would pray and he could never pray. And we were in Mexico, and I said, Bro, you're gonna pray. We're in Mexico. You could just. Pray. Just speak it out. I'm going to pray over you. You go for a walk. Don't be, don't be quiet. You just talk. You just make up noise and watch how the Holy Spirit will help you. And so in Mexico, I prayed over him, and I said, now, go for a walk. He goes for a walk. Five minutes later, he comes back. I said, bro, can you pray in tongues? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Shout out about it's filled with the Holy Ghost. The whole trip back. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Tonight's your night. Say, tonight's my night. Oh, you didn't, you didn't say it like you mean it. Say, tonight's my night. Look at your neighbor and say, tonight's your night. You're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Speaking in tongues is not being filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues is just the evidence. It's just the evidence. 
The evidence that the Holy Spirit is here. Evidence that, that God, that, that, that you have the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Tonight's your night in Jesus' name. I remember this one time, this one young man. He, why is it God brings me people from around the world? He came, he came from San Antonio. He came down all the way from San Antonio. He said, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. We were in the back room over there. I said, all right, let's pray. I prayed, and I left him in the room by himself. Now talk to the Holy Ghost. Talk to God. So I prayed for him. I left. I come back. Are you praying in tongues? He says, no, I couldn't really pray. I couldn't really say any words. I said, no, 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 no. And I had this little closet. I said, I'm going to pray again. You get in that closet. I prayed over him, sent him into the closet. Fifteen minutes, I see the door open up, and he comes rolling out of the door. His eyes are huge. I said, brother, what happened? He said, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I said, what do you mean? God would not allow me to breathe unless I was talking in tongues. So I had to talk in tongues. And when I could talk in tongues, I could breathe. But I couldn't breathe unless I was talking in tongues. I said, you got it. This one, this one lady, she was coming to Bible school. We pray for her every time. We pray for her every time. But she, she, would, she would receive the prayer. But she would never pray in tongues. And she would say, God, why not? Why can't I, re why can't I pray in tongues? Why? And I said, don't worry. Just keep on believing God. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. The evidence is going to come. You're going to pray in tongues. She said, I, I, I pray so, I pray so. So, you know, she woke up one morning. She's sitting down. She poured herself a, a bowl of cereal, and she went to eat it, and she began to speak in tongues. And she kept on speaking in tongues. And she couldn't stop speaking in tongues. Next thing you know, she's saying, God, I need to go to work. I got to stop praying in tongues. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you're going to pray in tongues tonight. <clears throat> Look, this, this, is, this is something that, that I, I want to tell you. I'm, I'm preaching this because I want you to make my job a little easier. We're going to win this valley for God, amen? And whoever you don't lead to Christ, I have to lead to Christ. So I figure you may as well do it for me. So you, the same anointing that, that, that's upon my life is the same anointing upon your life, same Holy Ghost, amen? And so I want you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit tonight. Amen. Say, I'm going to pray in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. A fresh touch. Fresh infilling of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. I'm going to preach with power. Once I have the Holy Spirit, I have what Jesus has. I can move. And minister like Jesus. In, I thank you, Lord, for this power invested in me. Here I am, Lord. Use me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now give God praise. Amen. Stand up on your feet.